Satnam, welcome to the OneFlow podcast. I'm Jago Paul, and I'll be hosting you through this episode. Uh, we're going to talk today about tuning in with a mantra. In Kundalini Yoga, we tune in. Uh, and that's, I remember when I first started Kundalini Yoga, it was a little strange to me, this like, tuning in, chanting mantras. You know, I, I came from a conservative background uh, in New York City, and like we didn't, that was just weirdo stuff, you know? Um, so it's kind of a wonder that I even got into it. But the thing that appealed to me is like the quantum physics aspect of it. Uh, when you learn that everything is sound, everything is sound current. Um, and you can learn that by way of particle physics. Uh, that the particle physics states that everything is energy, uh, and it's they discovered that the the smallest particles are the kind of quarks and bosons. They split the atom, and then and then they found that there that there's just these particles that make up the energy of everything, all matter. So it's it's part energy, energetic particulate, right? And energy moves. Energy is constantly moving, and it vibrates. So it makes sense that sound would move things, a sound could have some effect. Um, and then we can learn this. We learn this through the yogic teachings that you uh, that, that we're made up of energy, we're made up of water, and, and this energy container, this vehicle that we have vibrates. So sound current, sound moves energy, sound forms energy. And so there are mantras, and a mantra is uh, a way to direct the mind using sound. In fact, you break down the word mantra. Man is mind, trong is to direct, to project. And what happens is you take a sound, and these mantras that are given to us by the masters, like Satnam or, or the mantra we use to tune in, Om Namo Guru Dev Namo, those mantras are put together in such a permutation and combination that they can link you to energy fields that are not on the planet. So uh, higher dimensional energy fields, which you can access through the mind and through this vehicle that you have, this human body, that you can access these multi-dimensional spaces because the mind is an infinite component. The mind is given to you to be able to operate on the planet Earth as a unit of infinity with the ability to access, download, broadcast to, relay with infinite, infinite cosmos, infinite, infinity, limitless experience. So when in Kundalini Yoga we start a class, we chant the words Ong Namo Gurudev Namo. And this is a mantra given us to us by the masters, and it links you to this golden chain of masters. Now, outside, we have a physical body, but there are masters who have practiced and become enlightened, and they're no longer on the planet with us, but you can access them through their subtle body. Now, each human being has a subtle body, and the subtle body is with the soul. The subtle body travels with the soul. Right. So the subtle body is always with the soul and the subtle body is how one way that you can interface with these uh, other dimensions and other dimensional beings. Right. The, the masters. And what happens is what we do is we vibrate our apparatus, this human body. It actually has strings. There's there's what's called nadis in the body and they're, they're pathways of the pranic energy. 
and the body has like 72 strings. And when you speak, when you utter sound, those strings vibrate throughout the chakras and they send the energy down and allow you to broadcast to and from, well, broadcast from your chakras. And you will also uh, hit someone else at that same chakra level uh, because it's a frequency, right? And just like if you tune into a, a radio station, 105.6, right? That they're broadcasting at 105.6. And you're, and you're receiving 105.6 because you've tuned into that station. And that's how it is with mantra. So we're tuning into a station where, where, where when we chant to tune in, we're tuning into a particular station. And this particular station is Om Namo Guru Dev Namo. And that's the flow of the wisdom of the masters, the creative wisdom of the masters that comes from the subtle body of the masters who are living on a, a higher plane. Now, masters like, Jesus, Muhammad, all the all the enlightened uh, beings, and some of which we don't know. There are quite a bit of enlightened beings we don't even know their names, but some have made such a, a tremendous impact on the planet that we still remember them through their teachings, through the impact that they made. And they're they're out of sight of time and space in an etheric realm. So we chant Ong Namo Guru Dev Namo, and then that vibrates our physical form. It vibrates our entire electromagnetic field, the aura, but it and it does so by creating an, a, a neuro, neurological pathway or, or a neuron pattern. So when you speak, when you move your sound, when you move your mouth, the upper palate of the mouth has 84 meridian points. Meridian points being like points where uh, uh, energy is stimulated like 84 meridian points at the top of the palate. So it's kind of like a keyboard that you're playing with your tongue. When you speak, the tongue hits different places to make different sounds, but it also stimulates the meridian points. And you're kind of like playing a song into the brain, which is stimulating the neurons, which create a pattern. So when I chant Om Namo Guru Dev Namo, I'm creating a neuron pattern in my brain. It's the same neuron pattern that was created when a great yogi master who may have lived on this earth chanted Om Namo Guru Dev Namo. And uh, my teacher showed a clip one time off of YouTube of these Tibetan monks chanting and they, you, they were chanting, you know how they chant that kind of throat chant like oh. and you could clearly hear at a certain point in their prayers, there was like so the, those words were in that Tibetan chant. So these teachings are somewhat universal and we chant these mantras and we create a neuron pattern. That neuron pattern is the same neuron pattern that the master's uh, made when they chanted it. <clears throat> and so I'm taking that same form, I'm tuning into that same radio station, and I'm downloading that same data stream of the masters. And where it gets really good is that these masters in their subtle bodies, through this, this vibration that we create, and we create it usually in a classroom, or unless we're practicing on our own, but in a classroom, you create it and the other people in the class are chanting the same thing. We're chanting it all together in unison and all the subtle bodies of all the students in the class are then creating this energy field that's tuned into that radio station. And so the more uh, people in the class, the more, the, the stronger the, and larger the energy field, and then the, the more magnetic it becomes. And 
some of those masters actually show up in the room in their subtle bodies. Some people can see it and uh, some people cannot, but you could, they, they come into the room. And if you create a very sacred and devotional space, if you approach it like that, those masters will come and they'll visit. And there's uh, plenty of stories. That, there's, there's this one story from a, a white tantric course where there was a woman who was in the line and it was the exercise where they were, lay, were instructed to lay down after some chanting exercise. And, and they were, we were laying down. And afterwards, she, um, she, had, she asked, she was like, who was the guy that was walking around touching people? And they said, well, nobody touches anybody in this practice. And she goes, and she goes, well, when I was laying down, I had just recently had surgery on my stomach. And um, at a certain point, I felt this really warm, white, hot kind of light. And I looked up to see this, this being that looked like a yogi dressed all in white. It was touching my belly. And I just thought, oh, he's healing me. And I went back to sleep. Um, but she had experienced one of these masters coming into the room and actually putting healing hands on her. So that may seem some esoteric to some people, but there's a lot of people that have experienced those sorts of things. So when we tune in with Ong Namo Guru Dev Namo in a class, uh, what's happening is the teacher is becoming a neutral pipeline for this golden chain. Um, so as the teacher, they're sitting up in front of the class, the relationship is recognized, the teacher and the students, but the teacher becomes a zero or shunya. And um, the more adept the teacher is at entering into a kind of a really neutral space and neutralizing the mind, the more that force will come through and, and those masters will actually teach through the teacher. Uh, again, that's a subtle thing that you start to learn and you can kind of see it with really great teachers. Uh, but Om Namo Guru Dev Namo, the teacher is chanting this, leading the students, and the the teacher, uh, the teacher's oath in Kundalini Yoga, as some of you as teachers know, is I'm not a woman, I am not a man, I am not a person, I'm not myself, I'm a teacher. And as a Kundalini Yoga teacher, you you say those words before you go in to teach, and what it does is it's a self hypnosis to go, okay, I'm not my ego personality. I'm a vehicle for this channel of the golden wisdom of the masters to come through into that class. It's a really beautiful thing when you recognize it and you sit with it. Uh, it's a really, really beautiful thing because uh, it gets you out of this whole thing, which most of the world is in is the guy, I'm the teacher and I'm so great. And I know something you don't know. And I'm going to come to this class and I'm going to give it to you. You're going to give me your money and I'm still going to be great. And you might hopefully get better. You know, there's a lot of that crap going on and it is crap, but that's what I, one of the things I absolutely loved about Kundalini Yoga and those teachings is that you come in when you really look and you really recognize that the teacher, if they're good, is a, a, basically a humble channel for the, for the wisdom teachings, which can come through and you're not transferring information to the students. You're not just giving information that you've gathered that they don't have. That's the old way in this new age of Aquarius, what we've got is the students need to have an experience of their own energy and recognize that they are a unit of infinity and that, that they're plugging into this teacher to get a transfer of the energy, which is their own energy that they're having experience of. And hopefully then they're inspired to practice more and then also teach other people that to practice more and to uh, to clear the subconscious mind so that that they can find a flow 
of their soul in the body. And so that's, uh, that's why we chant to tune in Ong Namo Guru Dev Namo. And those words, let's just break down what those words mean. The Ong, O-N-G, and it's kind of a nasal sound. Ong, Ong, that's the proper way to chant it. So you, you, you like the inside of your mouth is kind of like the inside of a, uh, one of those conch shells, you know, the ones that they, some, some people blow them and they play it. It's a kind of a trumpeting sound, right? So this, you've, you've all seen these conch shells, it's a spiral shell inside this cavity. And that, um, that creates the sound when you blow into it. It's the same thing in your mouth, your nasal cavity, this, this little kind of cavern in there, it creates sound. And when it vibrates, it also vibrates those sounds up into the brain, just like we talked about on the upper palate. So, Om, 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 Om. So I'm, I'm vibrating it so that this nasal passage vibrates. And that's a, a meditation you can do. You can just sit and chant Om, Om, Om. And you can do it kind of long. Om, until you run out of breath. And Om, Om, Om. And it actually creates a real kind of heady feeling, but what you're doing is you're vibrating the word own, which means creative, creativity, creative consciousness. Own is the creative consciousness that creates everything. It creates it on the earth as opposed to om. Om is actually a kind of a, 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 a releasing or a renouncing sound where you're, you're not bringing it onto the earth. You're just kind of releasing it out into the into the universe, uh, it's kind of like giving everything up. We chant own, O-N-G, because we wanna be on the, on the earth as a householder, as someone who has a job and a family. We wanna be able to do these practices and chant things like own, uh, because that will help you in your electromagnetic attraction, pull down what you need to live. And so you're pulling down the creativity of life. Again, this Om was a mantra of the Piscean Age, where you had to kind of renounce everything to, in order to get across the whole world ocean business. Uh, but now in the Information Age, we have everything, the level playing field allows everyone the same information so they can do with it what they want, create whatever kind of life that you want. So Om is the creative consciousness of the universe. Namo is a respectful um a respectful term, which means like I bow, I bow to the, uh, so Ong Namo is I bow to the creator of the universe, the creativity that's coming through, right? So Ong Namo, I'm inviting it. Namo is like a respectful, you know, uh, invitation. Uh, and it's also a devotional kind of bowing to that, um, to that force, right? So Ong Namo is I bow to the creative force, um, the creative force. Namo Guru Dev, Guru Dev, Guru is the enlightening force, right? We talk about a person who's really adept at something and we give them the moniker Guru. So somebody who's really great at computers, we go, he's a computer Guru. Uh, but we break the word down Guru and Gu is darkness, Ru is light. And so Guru is, is a, a force, it's a force that's an, a revealing force that kind of shows you the way or lights the way. And that's why we call a teacher a guru, someone who's adept, who's, who's got wisdom about how everything works and they can light your way so that you're, you're 
darkness or ignorance goes away and you're like, ah, aha, this is how the world works. I can live a decent life. That's why we go to a teacher, we call them a guru. So guru is the enlightening force, but it's a force and it's a force that's active in everyone. If you activate it and you sort of petition it and you, if you, you respectfully call it in, that wisdom is there for everybody because everybody's an infinite human being. So Om Namo, I bow to the creative, I bow to the creative force, the creativity of the universe. And guru uh, is the enlightening force, the wisdom force, right? It's, it's in everybody, it's wisdom, and you can call on it. And then Dave, devas are, uh, are subtle, helpful spirits, like angelic spirits. So guru Dave, I'm calling on the wisdom force of the guru and the beings that embody that in their subtle bodies on that etheric realm, so I can call them in. So Om Namo, I bow to the creative force, Guru Dev, and again, Namo. So Om Namo, Guru Dev, Namo. So I bow to the creative creation, the creative consciousness that's creating everything. And I bow and invite this the, the, the beings, the Guru Devas, the, the, the subtle wisdom of the entire universe, essentially. I, I, I bow to and invite that in. So Om Namo, Guru Dev, Namo. Uh, I'm calling on all creativity. I'm calling on all wisdom to come into this classroom. That's a pretty beautiful thing. So that's Om Namo Guru Dev Namo. It's the it's it's the mantra that everybody who's done Kundalini Yoga knows that we use to tune in. And when you get down to it, it's you know only been on the planet openly like this since Yogi Bhajan started to teach it in 1969. He started teaching people these mantras and this particular mantra as well. So it's pretty remarkable, right? That this mantra shows up and is taught openly by a master in that, starting in 1969. And here we are just uh, how many years later, um, 50 something years later. And that's a short period of time that, that we have this tool now to vibrate this sound current and then open up the entire creativity and wisdom of the universe. Let's pause for a second to think about that. Consider that. Right? It's only been 50 years that we have this mantra that we can now use to open up all the wisdom of, of the universe. And by the way, that's so powerful. Just this mantra that we used to tune in as we start a class, you could do that as a practice. That's how powerful it is. You could sit down and you could chant Om Namo Guru Dev Namo um, for however long, three minutes, 11 minutes, 31 minutes, two hours. You could chant that. And that could be a vehicle for your enlightenment. That's how powerful just that one part of kundalini yoga is so i hope that's helped some it's um it's a really beautiful for me i enjoy exploring the teachings like this and sort of putting it out there and having a discussion of it um if you uh if you enjoyed this be sure to um check out our social channels like and subscribe wherever it's possible sign up for our email list so that uh you can be made aware of future broadcasts and things that we're putting out um and don't forget to hit the like button on everything because that lets people know in the algorithm what's going on and that um people like it all right satnam and uh all the best to you until the next time <laughs>